Hello everybody, hope you're all safe, sound and healthy and today is Friday the 26th of January and it is 1.01pm, let's be very specific today. Um, the sun is out, finally. I swear this cold has been at its worst and weirdly, oddly enough, yesterday, um, you know, for, the, the sun was out a bit. It was a bit of a weak sort of winter sun, but it was out a bit. And on the weather forecast, it was showing rain coming. I'm like, you idiots, since this new year has started, your weather forecasting is all out of whack. Seriously. Um, we uh, right now even have a glorious sunny day right now. And what is the weather forecast showing? First, it showed low visibility. And then now it's showing 16 degrees smoke. Um, it's not 16 degrees. It's lesser than that, definitely. Um, but smoke, yeah, no. The sky is actually clear. I can literally see the blue sky out. I can see the sun shining down. Well, anyway. So let's begin the day today. Um, that because today finally, some many of us are getting a bit of a relief. Um, I don't know where it rained, according to the weather forecast, it rained yesterday for like literally a few seconds, but seriously, don't see the rain anywhere. But the clear sun today tells me something must have happened. I don't know. Uh, apart from uh, that, I mean, you know, I mean, apart from the news now that I'm going to give like a reporter that I've become, <clears throat> this is something that's been shared by everybody on social media, as in every... Um, Every reporter or every analyst or, you know, anyone and everyone concerned amongst the civilians has been shared on social media because obviously the mainstream media is not doing its job. Um, and that is about the rally in uh, the latest rally of Nawaz Sharif and Maryam Sharif and how it was uh, very pathetic and humiliating. Um, Nawaz Sharif, as you know, has been cancelling his own rallies, you know, for so long. And he was like, you know, he was told by you-know-who that he needs to get out there at least once. So you have that. Um, Sanam Javed is still trying to, um, you know, get the law to hear her out regarding her being an electoral candidate uh, opposing Mariam Nawaz in Lahore. But uh, such is the confidence of Mariam Nawaz that, you know, she has to go unopposed, uncontested, which is not even an election. But that tells you that Mariam Nawaz is actually very, very aware of the fact that she stands no chance. So the only way she can come in, the only way her family can come in, the only way Zardari and Bilawal also can come in is when they're, you know, literally shoved uh, in, you know. And shoved onto their seats because nobody's voting for them that's a fact um and we can see that by the fact that the army or the caretaker illegal caretaker government that has long expired um you can see how they've once again uh shut down the internet uh when there was a pti rally uh and this time pti did its rally on tiktok and so they shut down the internet once again, and it's becoming more and more pathetic. The world is also thinking that what the hell is Pakistan has brought this thing, this new thing. I would add to it that Pakistan has brought this new pathetic thing that it is using YouTube and Metaverse. <clears throat> you know, Metaverse has always been slammed and it's always been notorious for being a government tool in the US. And then it became a government tool in every other country, you know, so... Metaverse is like absolutely useless. The fact that Metaverse has literally been censoring um, posts and comments 
um, that were, you know, calling out, for example, the war in Palestine or calling out the Jews, the Zionists, calling out America, calling out Pakistani government, you know, anybody and everybody that is on the wrong side of the law is being protected um, by metaverse uh, through censoring content, you know, and tampering with content um, and even closing down accounts, as we have seen. Now, that wasn't enough, but now YouTube has jumped on to this ride. And YouTube now is censoring content. I mean, it's it's hilarious. Uh, YouTube, its algorithm is being tampered with. It's allowing governments to tamper with its algorithm. It has, in fact, created a new algorithm where, you know, it makes sure that your stuff does not get visibility. If there is even the slightest uh, notion that your content is going to go against the government's that YouTube is serving at the moment. So, you know, social media at its most pathetic. So much for a free platform for people, you know. As I told you before, the government will only allow anything to survive once the government has found a way to manipulate or monopolize. And that is why I've always been a bit wary of social media as such, despite the fact that I am a writer, despite the fact that I am uh, you know, a podcaster, but uh, my my students and, you know, uh, my former students, they insisted that I, you know, have a presence in social media, especially on YouTube. And as you can see, I actually just recently um, made my YouTube public. And because of that, um, I haven't really paid much attention. Um, I just post my, um, mostly, I mean, I haven't really done much on YouTube, uh, especially now. Uh, all I've done is just, you know, post my podcast uh, episodes on YouTube for those of my friends, as I said before, who kind of, you know, feel more comfortable using YouTube. So, but at the point, at, at this point, even they cannot see my, my uh, podcast. Can you imagine? They actually are not getting it. They're not seeing it. They're not getting the notifications. <clears throat> so YouTube is doing that. Um... But then apart from that, you know, um, the fact that this this rally, coming back to this rally and coming back to their lack of confidence and coming back to the blatant shamelessness, the blatant display of the fact that the people are, you know, are not, uh, you know, being considered at all. Um, and, you know, the fact that these slaves of the United States are, you know, working hard to please their masters, like the true traitors that they were when they were on the subcontinent, you know, and those family were those certain families that licked the boots of the British. You know, they are the same. They're the descendants of those same families, you know, that were called traitors and turncoats. Um, you see them now in, in a full state of panic, shutting down the Internet every now and then. And uh, this recent rally that was had in Punjab, um, it was so pathetic, um, you know, that you could actually see the RO office, you know, I mean, the ROs are basically, you know, the returning officers. These are those people who deal with the elections, um, you know, taking in the files, the, the files of the potential candidates for the elections and all. So can you imagine that the ROs were, at the, uh, you know, was they were actually there at the rally? Um, you know, you saw government workers and employees in the rally. So... I mean, this was there was nobody from from amongst the public, you know. So you saw government employees, you saw ROs, and that that actually said it all, you know. That said it all. And again, I would say that the public is responsible. The public is hundred percent responsible for letting this charade go on. It is hundred percent responsible for letting this shit go on. 
because our public has been so used to this slave mentality or the fact that our public is actually so used to never taking responsibility for anything, anything. Our public has this really weird um, mental, uh, you know, sort of mentality that, you know, they are very active when it comes to ruining things. But then when things are ruined, they don't know how to fix it. Then suddenly they remember God exists. So God actually does not exist as long as they're actively ruining things. But then suddenly God begins, you know, to have an existence when now things need to be fixed. So our people actually have never known how to take responsibility for the most trivial of things. Um, the most uh, the, the most recent example, which has nothing to do with politics, but it will give you a good idea. The most recent example is that the, I went to the local pharmacy to get the batteries changed. And I even told him to be careful to put the battery cover of the blood pressure monitor back properly so that it shouldn't fall out. Right? And he... he put it in and he showed me and he's like, look, it's not going to fall out. But while putting it in the pouch, it again fell out. Okay. And I didn't notice when I came home, I didn't see the cover at all. I thought, okay, I have to go the next day to get the batteries anyway, because he was out of batteries that time. And then when I went, then suddenly for they, his brother was there the next day and his brother was like, no, if we had it, it would have been here. I'm like, don't give me that shit. It's not in the pouch. You can see it. You've opened it. You can see that the cover is in there. Ask your brother where it is. He was trying to get out of the responsibility. And at the end, when I started making a lot of noise, he was scared that the other customers were going to, you know, asking them, what the, what the frack are you doing? And then he's like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Just give me your number. Don't take tension. Don't take any stress. I'll do it. I'll call. And we all know that he will never call me and he will never find it. And I'm going to go there just to shame him, just to shame him. You know, I'm like, you know, you people, you never take responsibility for something. And the fact that they, when they, uh, Whenever they screw you, they do it in such a way that seriously, there is no way to fix it. For example, this this device of mine, it's no longer, um, you know, it's discontinued. That's another problem I have with Pakistan. Things get discontinued very quickly and then you never find anything. I can actually find the replacement battery cover in England. I can find it in Europe. I can find it anywhere else but in Pakistan. Why? Because it's discontinued in Pakistan. So... People always like to bring in new things into the market without having any regard for the fact that people are already using a lot of the stuff that have been in the market previously. This is the regard that civilized countries are supposed to have, but this is the regard that our country no longer has. It used to, once upon a time, you could find anything and everything in the market, but now it's become some sort of a, a fashion trend for them that they have to completely remove everything to do with that thing in the market so that people are forced to discard what they have and get something new. And now imagine that I have gone through the whole market all over Pakistan, from Karachi to Islamabad to Lahore, all the surgical medical centers. I've even contacted Omron directly just to look for the battery cover replacement. And um, now I'm actually looking at 3D printers. So that seemingly no tension, no stress problem that this person has created me can cost me thousands of rupees just to get a replacement, right? So this, this is how people work here in Pakistan. This is how people are in Pakistan. And this is why our country has collapsed, very frankly. This is something I've said for decades. The reason why our country has collapsed, the reason why our country has never had a future is because our people, our own people are like that. 
They are very careless. They are very reckless. They don't give a shit about other people's things. They are very quick to ruin things for others. And then they ruin it in such a way that it cannot be fixed. And that's why then they suddenly remember God. So while they're ruining things, they're God. And then once they've ruined things, then they suddenly become helpless human beings. And then everything is up to God. So the fact that he did not even take the responsibility to even look for the cover or to find a replacement for me, which was his duty and his responsibility. First, he tried to push the responsibility on me that, oh, you should have seen. I'm like, are you seriously crapping with me on that? Are you seriously going to say that to me? That your brother held the device in his hands. He was putting it in the pouch, but it's my fault that I should have looked at what your brother was doing, which I already did, by the way. He put the battery cover on and then it, it, you know, it came off again and he didn't even bother to put it back in. And then he discarded it instead of keeping it there. Why? If you keep everything and you're showing me all the things that you keep so that the customer can come and take it back. Why did your brother choose to just dis to discard it? I need to ask him that, you know, the fact that similarly, you know, when we took our washing machine for a very, very minor fault, very minor fault, um, and that was that, you know, there was water coming out of the, you know, out, out of the machine, you know, so there was this drainage issue. Just because of that tiny fault, what did the people do? They, it was a brand new machine, okay, brand new washing machine. I've spoken about this before. They broke the lid of the dryer and that lid is what activates the driver to turn off, you know, whenever you, the dryer is, if the dryer is on, as soon as you just up the lid, then the dryer stops for safety measures. So we had to disconnect that, obviously, because they broke the lid. And the end, there is, again, in the market, there is no replacement, even the company. The company hire, they're like, oh, we don't have a replacement for this. You have given 10 years warranty on your products, and it is written that you've given 10 years warranty on every part of your product, but you do not have the part of said product. So... Why? Because very conveniently, oh, it was discontinued. So this is the mentality of our people in Pakistan. What do you expect from such a nation? You can only expect such a nation to self-destruct and to collapse. And again, it's because the people who actually struggled for this country, they don't even live here. You know, many of them have already left. Most of them never even had the, the chance to live in Pakistan. You know, if you if you look at the Bihari, Biharis. The Biharis are in England. They've been in England since the foundation of Pakistan. Why? Why is it that they haven't been able to live in Pakistan? They're the ones that actually fought and struggled for Pakistan. Why is it that they don't have a place in Bangladesh? And why is it that they don't have a place in Pakistan? You know, so, but the traitors, the traitors who were anti-Pakistan, the British bootlickers, they suddenly came into Pakistan and they took over all the properties and the assets and they suddenly became rich feudal lords. Keep that in mind. Many of them were feudal lords because they licked the boots and the asses of the British and they were given wealth in return. Okay. And the others, they came here and they stole properties as soon as they came. So this is if you're living in a country that is riddled with traitors, what do you expect? Now, coming to that, you know, when it comes to thinking of that treason in mind, you've got the accountability court judge, you know, Mohammed Bashir who is, you know, being sort of forced to continue with the trial. The thing is that he's, uh, because the he is the only judge 
in the accountability court. That is actually the reason that is given why his medical leave request hasn't been as such replied to or it hasn't been accepted, you know. So either way, he, you know, he's still here because he hasn't yet got an actual validation for his request. Um, and then, you know, I don't even know why the DGISI Nadeem Anjum thought that it was a good idea after Cocker's experiences with the students in universities. I don't know what he thought he was going to do when he decided to um, go as a guest in the university, you know, Lahore University. <clears throat> I really don't know um, because again once again the students you know they asked him harsh questions and he was actually in fact greeted by you know loud slogans and chants for you know Imran Khan you know all in favor of Imran Khan long live Imran Khan stuff like that so you know there was there was that so I don't understand what he thought he was going to do you know uh, going over there so that was really something um, also, uh, not only is the internet, uh, you know, being tampered with again and again, but remember that I, uh, with that, you know, we had talked about how PTI has two official websites. One is its, you know, uh, official website, PTI, you know, and soft.pk, but then the other one, which they'd opened, which I told you, it was a portal through which you can actually check your candidates and stuff. So these two uh, websites are being blocked by the illegal government, by the way. Um, so, and, you know, keeping all of these pathetic things, uh, attempts by the illegal government and the establishment and the army, um, you know, keeping all of that in mind, you need to understand once again, how I will predict that there will very conveniently be more terrorist activities and more crimes, um, just so that the army can, you know, remember the army is looking for ways to officially take over. Because the army actually knows that the elections are not going to be accepted by the people. And they know that there's going to be a huge impact either way. And this is why the army is thinking that the only way, because that's the only way an army can think. This is the only way they can think. And they're like, okay, let's just take over everything, you know, shove the elections. So expect that. Expect a lot of rigging. Expect a lot of kidnappings exactly on the election day if it ever does take place. Expect, uh, expect that um, and also you know uh, Bilawal Puto thinks that he can exploit the situation um, where you have the there's it's rumored that there's some sort of a rift amongst the PTI candidates and the independent candidates and stuff um, and Bilawal is you know trying to entice them and all but he's a fool he's an even bigger fool he's thinking that you know I can get the public uh, I can make the public think that I am with them so that the public can vote for me. But actually the public has got even more peed off at his stupid attempt. So, you know, his hope to gather PTI voters um, is all dashed, you know, and he's an idiot if he still has hope for that. So, you know, um, I really do not understand um, that for people with strategy, why are they all just working haphazardly? Why are they all doing stupid things? Um, actually, it just shows that even they have this feeling that no matter what they do, um, you know, things are not going to go well for them. And I don't even know, as I said, why the DGISI thought it was a good idea to go to Lahore University because um, he was literally attacked by the students asking him harsh questions. And I don't know if he thought that actually him being in the army, being the DGISI, and because of all the kidnappings and all the 
you know, the illegal arrests and all the tortures that, you know, students will probably be scared of him or they'll fear him or the university authorities will make sure that the students don't talk back, you know. But yeah, I've told you before, people don't give a shit about the army. Nobody fears the army. If anything, the people are actually peed off at the army because the army is supposed to protect us. The army has already betrayed its masters. The dog has bitten its master. It's as simple as that. Now, interestingly, um, I was half asleep when I was, um, not exactly half asleep, I was trying to sleep when I was uh, listening to Moitpir Zada. And interestingly, he was talking about, I didn't listen to his previous uh, uh, vlog, but he was referring to his previous vlog where he said that he had explained why there is actually no such thing as an establishment in Pakistan. And although I understand where it's coming from and I understand what he's trying to say, but um, I respectfully disagree. Actually, for those very reasons, actually, there is an establishment in Pakistan. They're doing the exact same things that he explained that in America the establishment does. But again, they're doing it on a different level. Or basically, they are doing it on the same level. Let's not try to make America very nice. Like America is actually the worst of its kind. And in fact, if anything, what I'm trying to say is that our establishment is, you can see the hidden hand of America in the workings of our establishment, actually. Um, I remember there are factions, as I've said, there are divisions, there are factions very, very much like it is in the American establishment or any other establishment. Um, to say that the uh, that the uh, chief of army staff is the, you know, be all and end all is actually wrong. Uh, because, again, you need somebody to choose the chief of army staff. So if the chief of army staff is the establishment and he if he is everything and if he is the be all and the end all then you know why are they being changed who's changing them you know obviously there is an establishment that is the that is the it is the working of the establishment where you get to choose a chief of army staff of your own choice um, one in front of whom you will place a whole um, paperwork for him that for them the terms and conditions for them to agree to and sign and then only will you allow them to be the chief of army staff and in those terms and conditions it is clear treason that is mentioned clear treason that pakistan as a sovereign state is not accepted and that america is your master and you know blah blah you have all these terms and conditions uh, in which the state is referred to as you know your playground and you and the entity your master's entity is basically the u.s establishment and how you have to even go against your own country and how you should not serve your country and how you should be careful about this and that so if you meet all these conditions if you agree to that treason then only can you be the chief of army staff and so you know if nawaz sharif even made a deal with asmanir to make him chief of army staff even though the man was supposed to be retired again who let that deal happen he was supposed to be retired right he is illegally made the chief of army staff. Who let him be, you know, get it? Who let him be the chief of army staff? Who chose him? It's not like Nawaz Sharif, you know, again, who gave Nawaz Sharif the information that this could be the right candidate? It's not like Nawaz Sharif could single-handedly do that. Yes, this is the workings of the establishment. Remember, as I said, the only difference is that people always say that the army is the establishment and the establishment is the army. It is true to just an extent, yes, because um, most of the members of the establishment are from the army. Yes, but members, some are also from the bureaucracy. Okay, so it's not just the army. Um, also, you need to understand that, again, there are factions within the establishment. There are factions within the army, which right now, as that is why you can see these very convenient 
um, you know, uh, terrorist activities in military camps and in military training camps where they're basically picking off their rivals from within. So just to, in order to, you know, curb the mutiny, which they've been doing since the false flag operation of, you know, in 9th May. Keeping again that in mind, you need to understand how the establishment has now basically trapped itself by exposing itself so openly because as i said they had basically thought that now everything has come to fruition everything has come to completion now you know it doesn't matter if we expose ourselves it's just like america and united kingdom have exposed themselves in front of the world when it comes to palestine so they have basically um you know dropped the mask and they don't care that the world has found out that they that they are the ones who have always been behind the the you know the genocide in palestine and that they are the ones who are behind all the wars that are being incited all over the world. They don't care that the world knows why, because according to them, they have finally reached that fruition of their centuries-old plans. So Pakistan is obviously in that plan. India is also in that plan. And that shows the, the height of stupidity of India, actually. The fact that it pretends that it has no alliance with America, but it is actually the real ally of America. And that is where we are at. So, yeah, we do have an establishment, even though it is a pathetic one, because our establishment is basically made up of traitors, those same traitors that were planted by the American establishment to ensure that the sovereignty of Pakistan remains at stake, to ensure that Pakistan does not be a neutral, sovereign, powerful state. And that is a fact. So, uh, at the moment, all I can say is we have no hope either way because of our people our people are 100 percent to blame i don't know what it is that they're always waiting for um they're waiting for the elections now and again once again they're thinking that oh you know we're not a civilized state we're not dealing with civilized people the elections are not supposed to be something that you should wait for the elections if anything will seal the deal okay once they've rigged the elections once they've put their people in place what are you going to do Tell me, what are you going to do? Are you going to, again, just rise up in different pockets of the country and, you know, have your little, little uh, revolts and your little, little protests, like how you're doing right now? Has it achieved anything? Will it achieve anything? No. You need to, once again, I've said, paralyze the state. You need to paralyze the state completely. You need to demand a free and fair election. And the only way you can do it is by boycotting the election and ensuring that, that the all the parties are involved. And again, that will not happen because we are already under dictatorship. So first you need to topple the unofficial dictatorship and then we can get somewhere. Otherwise, this will continue to happen. So this is me signing out. Khuda Hafiz.